All right. Welcome to a very special edition, a very special news edition, partially, of Uncle Steve's Iron Maiden Zone. I am your solo host right now, Uncle Steve. Matt doesn't know I'm doing this. Don't tell him. We've discussed this already, actually. We record an intro and a middle piece where you get the thank yous and the now very famous Queet quote of the week sometimes. And then we record an ending part, but we end up talking a lot more and having a lot of extra audio. And especially this week, we, if you've been keeping up with Iron Maiden at all, if you're on social media of any sort, whether it's Instagram or Facebook or where I'm always at Twitter, you notice that, A couple of big Iron Maiden announcements happened this week. Iron Maiden announced some new dates. They announced some changes to the Legacy of the Beast tour as well. They also announced a collaboration with, I guess it's Marvel Comics. Marvel, I think of Marvel as not comic books anymore, but Marvel movies. So, But they announced a collaboration of Marvel with new t-shirts that they were showing... So we discussed that, actually, I completely forgot about it because <laughs> we talked so much. And then Matt, when I asked him, if you listened to the Damn Yankees episode, you hear me say that I asked Matt, I was going to ask Matt, are you ready to rock? And when I said, hey, Matt, I have a question for you. What you're going to hear is him responding to that. And then that's where we went. And it just went completely gone when you'll understand why. There's also another segment that I was inspired by Uh, a friend of mine, Sir Fexalot, from the Feckin' Metal podcast, albeit he has another podcast called The Feckin' Check-In, which is the show that we got a discussion from as well, and you'll hear the ending, what would have been on the Damn Yankees episode, but it went... I don't know, a pretty decent amount of time, 10, 15, 20 minutes-ish. And we got into a really interesting discussion, something that Feck had and his co-host had talked about as well. There's also a little bit of love shown for one of my listeners. And I don't want to say his name, but I do say his name later, so he'll have to hear it there. And then there's a little bit of Dance of Death versus... A matter of life and death talk included, not bashing one or the other, but it was just some pre-recording conversation that we had that I was listening to, and I thought it was interesting enough to include. But um, this is just an extra deal that I wanted to put out because the other episode, if I would have included this on the damn Yankees episode that we were recording for, that episode would have been four and a half to five hours long, and... I already had to cut that episode in half, not in half, but I had to cut. We did the beginning and then the first half of the album and the episode was going to be three and a half hours long with all of that. And I just said, you know what, let me cut that out. And then that'll mean it'll be a second episode. and It'll be a little bit shorter too. So with all of that, I hope you're ready to rock with some Iron Maiden talk. I'm going to ask you a question first, then you can ask me your question. Go ahead. Uh, were you going to talk about any Maiden news this week? Holy crap. <laughs> did you forget all about that? Oh, mighty, I did. Okay. I, I'm way, I could be way out of line even bringing this up and cutting your question off. No, no, but no. But I wondered, I don't want it to be the elephant in the room. No, 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 no. We will actually, let's discuss this real quick because we can, uh, I don't know. There's a couple of things I can think of. Yeah. First, it, first off, first off, Iron Maiden announced... 30 dates to play next year in the United States, Mexico. Uh, they also, you know, name, put some other shows out there as well. Canada. Canada. I mean, I'm talking about other like countries that w- yeah. weren't even over here in North America, but, but so 
That's exciting news. They are combining the Senjutsu. They are combining Senjutsu with the Legacy of the Beast Tour, which I think is an interesting idea. I would have thought maybe they would just trans transfer it, but adding to it is a pretty cool idea, except it just tells you you're not going to get six songs from the new album like you do with any other album, which is a little bit concerning. Be- I feel gypped about that. A little bit, but here's here's my biggest thing is I'm thinking because Nico is how old? He was 70. He's probably 71, 72 at this point. Next year, he'll be it's next year. He's 72, 73 next year. I'm thinking that this is it. I think this is the last chance we're gonna get to see Iron Maiden in the United States on a tour. Maybe a mm-hmm. one off show. But I don't think the I, – I really, really think this is going to be it. What do you think? Well, I was going to ask you then. So when you say the last time that we see Iron Maiden, could you maybe mean in its current form or at all? I personally think – And I, I guess you know where I'm leading with that <clears throat> when I ask you that like that. I do. I think that the only – change that could possibly happen to the band at this point is Yannick not being there. I think they could, I don't think that the band will continue. I think they will finish. I think they will do that tour. Let's just, because the big elephant in the room with that was probably is Nico. Cause would they replace Nico with Joe Lazarus t- to finish a tour? I don't know. Um, They seem, you know, they've canceled shows over, Yannick getting hurt and not being able to perform. They've canceled shows over Dave getting hurt, breaking a finger or whatever it was. So I don't know what would happen if Nico bowed out. I think if they have a tour scheduled, I'll say this. I think if they have a tour scheduled and tickets sold, I think they would honor that and they would go through the tour with Joe because I'm, you know, Nico's a class act. He's not going to say no, no, no. He's going to say, Hey, you give these people the show. And he'll probably say, hey, just keep going. So th- I think there's a chance that they could tour with Al- after Nico after this. But mm-hmm. I really think that they would like to go out as what they've been for the last 20-plus years. You know, I was just taking a, a moment there. You know, you said, what are you thankful for the other week? Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, I'm thankful for all the years I've had Maiden for. Yeah. Um. But what's you know life without Maiden? No, no new music. That's kind of um kind of strange to think of. We haven't I, had new music for years. I, I get that. Yeah. But there's you know there's always a hope no for it. Yeah, the end. I mean, I I never thought that when I was fourteen or thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, that I would still be listening and loving the same band. Mm-hmm. You know, when I'm where I'm at now. Yeah. But um, God, that's. Well, and that's the other thing. It's possible because if someone like Ozzy is still putting music out and it really depends, is Bruce willing to sing in the studio and let his voice be altered to fix it up a little bit to put out, Hey, we're writing good songs. We're playing good songs. Is he willing to do that? Are they willing to do that? Or do they just say if, cause I feel like Steve is not the average guy. You, Hey, we're not cutting it. We're cut. Yeah. We're this is we're over. We're done. I, I don't want. He, I don't think they want to go out and do bad shows. They don't want to go out and give a, an inferior product. Yeah, good enough, not good enough. Yeah, yeah. Well, that was okay. I mean, you know, like everybody has a bad show once in a while. That, those things happen. But if you're going yeah. out inferior, and and I mean, hey, if you add Joe Lazarus to the band, I think that would be. Not that they need a kick in the pants, but I think it would be a kick in the pants to them. Like it would be an energy, like I just think it would raise the energy level to a degree. Not that mm-hmm. they necessarily, you know, not that they, that they're like needing a, you know, a big energy boost or anything like that. But I just think that it's it, just a change. It's just a change and, you know, a new drummer and the excitement of it all. So I, I, you know, I, I really like Joe. I think he's a, he's a super cool guy and he's a fantastic drummer. Um, 
And I really do hope that he gets the opportunity to play a show. I think it would be really cool to have a show with Joe on the drums. Well, for him to play a show with his uncle. Yeah, with his uncle. Just to be to be that personal. With his favorite band. I mean, I think that would be really cool. I hope I hope that they do one show like that. Um, you know, but in my heart, as a Maiden fan, I feel like, man, I want them to go out the same way that they've been for all these years. And it feels like a little more integrity to do that. Because I feel like Nico might still be able to play on an album. Yeah. But he just, his body, because he was, he was having issues on the Book of Souls tour. You know, he was having issues on the Legacy tour, I believe. So, I mean, I don't know. But um, I'm looking forward to that. I'm hoping to go see a few shows. I think I think it's safe to say that me and you are planning on going to the Denver show together. And yeah, I'm one way or another, I'm locked in for that. And this is what I'm hoping for. And if I was going to ask for people to want to come and let's do a big hangout in the United States, because people like to travel and people want to see Iron Maiden, the Denver show is on a Saturday. And I feel like, for me, that's that's perfect because I can get there on a Friday, hopefully, and have all day Saturday. I feel like we could have a hang before the show, like out, you know, let's 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 all meet somewhere at noon and and hang out for a bunch of hours, and everybody meet everybody, and just you know, I think it'd be cool. So I'm hope whatever that date is, um, that's the date that I'm hoping that if people want to get together. If people want to meet Uncle Matt, that's the. I think. <laughs> yeah, right. I think Denver. <laughs> I was thinking this is Uncle Steve's family union. If it all comes about, yeah, yeah, it would be a it would be a thing like that. So I, that's what I'm hoping for. I don't want to. I don't like saying that. It's kind of weird for me to say that, but uh, I think that would be really cool to do something like that. So, so if you want to, if you want to go to the den, if you want to meet Uncle Steve and you want to meet Matt and and have a little bit of hangout time, that's going to be the show to do it at. So come into town for the weekend. Cause I figure I'll come in that night, Friday. I figure I'll be there Saturday and then fly out on Sunday, probably Sunday morning is what I'll have to do. So Saturday would be the ideal day. I'm thinking so. Yeah. Um, and you're lucky. At least you, you got shows in your state. Like I've got nothing coming to me. Yeah. So the, the closest one for me, and I've mentioned to you will be Tulsa. And how, on the Thursday, how night. far away is that from you? Uh, I think that's like a four, about a four-hour drive or so. Well, look, you're saying my so state. So either that or if I flew. The closest thing to me like, is going to be Austin, which is a three-and-a-half-hour drive. So, oh, that's true. That's true. And and then the other Texas show is El Paso, which is like 15 hours away from me. So Yeah. That's that's like that might as well be in uh, Nebraska. So You know what? First world problems. It is. It is. I mean, I'm not complaining. I'm just – I'm happy they're coming – I'm going to do I'm, my plan, honestly, is I want to see the El Paso show, which is a Sunday. I'm, I'm thinking this. This is what I'm thinking. I'm thinking El Paso. You explain your reason. Explain your reason for why. El Paso is on a Sunday. Uh-huh. I can take an hour flight to get there. And, you know, it's easier to end to, for a weekend because I could be off on a Monday and it makes it a long weekend instead of the, the Austin show, which I may go to because I have an aunt that wants to go. Um, is on a Tuesday, which means I would have to just take off either Tuesday and Wednesday or take off Tuesday, drive home and have a late, late night like we did with Maiden, Texas. And I don't really know that I want that, but I will, I'm willing to do it. You know, it's a one-time deal. I'm willing to do that. I'm not, I'm not one of these flakes that says, Oh, it's, it's seven o'clock. I can't, uh, it's eight o'clock. I can't, I can't get home at, a, at, at midnight on a work night. You know, please. Oh, geez. that was like St. Louis. I drove back from St. Louis and got back at like five in the morning or something like that well, work, to go to work at eight. I make that comment because the other day my wife had plans to go do something with some of her friends and they were supposed to meet at six or six thirty. Then it turned into seven or seven thirty because someone was stuck in traffic. And then it and then a couple mm-hmm. of the people just said, Hey, if it's after eight, I'm not I can't do it. I gotta get up too early tomorrow. I'm like, How what are you, eighty years old? Like these are people that are below the age of fifty. Like what? And you know, because this guy, oh well, my wife has to get up to her. Like, well, then leave your wife at home and go go hang out with your college friend for a little while. Because it was a it was a big group of them, and it turned yeah. out that only one of those people showed up. The girl that was in, stuck in traffic, she was there, and then one of the other people showed up. That was like, oh, it's just too late. I was like, I can't repeat what I said. <laughs> let let, no, me, I let me just use the word pansies. 
um, I called them pansies. I said, what a bunch of wussy pansies, you know, that um, uh, just, you know, come on. I mean, I said to see, to get to see and hang out with a group of your friends, I'm, I'm willing to give up some sleep for a night, you know, and to go to an Iron Man concert, same thing. I'm willing to give up some sleep. I was, yeah. that irritated the crap out of me when her friends did that. So, um, the- and I was, I was, I was so sorry. I was going to say, and I was telling you, cause there's two differences when the, when Maiden comes to like North America and mm-hmm. that, for the September, October, there'll be a difference in the support acts as well, which, you know, probably people don't care. Yeah, I don't. But Trivium for September and Within Temptation for October. So I want to see shows yeah. in both of those months as well. Well, my aunt is a fan of Trivium. I couldn't name a Trivium song. I don't even know what they sound like. I've probably heard them. I'm, I think I have an idea of what they sound like, but yeah, I don't care. I don't care who's opening. Unless you got a really cool band opening that I'm interested in, I'm, I don't really care. I could care less who's going to be opening. I'm, they're going to play. I'm going to stand there and I'm going to listen and and I'll just be going. How much longer? How many more songs are they going to play before they go off? You know, that's my whole. Um, so you know, that's 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 where I'm at with it all. I. I but the other news that came out, and I probably the more controversial news actually, is that Iron Maiden apparently has. And I don't have anything in front of me. This is going to be just memory. Winging it. Yeah. Um, they they teamed up with Marvel. It was Marvel, right? Yeah. And they're putting out... The first thing I saw that totally impacted my thoughts about the whole thing, it was the cover of either Killers or the Iron Maiden album. First Iron Maiden album or Killers. And in place of Eddie, it had Spider-Man. And I'm like, no, thank you. End of conversation. I'm not interested. What? I'll make this easy. If they added Spider-Man to the Killers album cover with Eddie, I might be interested. That might be cool. I actually, I probably wouldn't buy it, but that would be cool. You know, that's it, it's it. There's a okay. That might be cool, but. If you're taking Eddie completely off the album cover and putting in Deadpool or Batman or Spider-Man or the Incredible Hulk or whoever, I am not interested whatsoever. And I think I that really is a – I do have another thought. I, I was going to say a bad idea, but I don't like it. What do you think of it? It's interesting. Like it, it doesn't do anything for me personally. It's a bit like when we talked last week about Adrian's book. If you're a fan of fishing and you're a fan of Maiden, well, then mm-hmm. it's a, a perfect blend. But if you're only a fan of one or the other, then you've got a very niche market there. So with this, like I had a look at them and, you know, the Deadpool one that they use, Strange in a Strange Land, yeah, that kind of looked okay. It was interesting, but I I would never consider buying it. Yeah, no way. Like I'm not a fan of the superheroes. They stuff took Eddie off it though. I'm not interested. Like so that. No, yeah. No so, way. so the only thing that's really linking Maiden to this is the backgrounds. Now I know there's a trooper shirt, and that kind of looked okay. That one like looks the, okay. The it's they're... the trooper, and it just looks like yeah. it was a comic book. That's that's uh-huh. it's still the trooper. But the other ones are kind of like cut and paste. Cut Eddie out. Mm-hmm. Put a Marvel character into yeah. the background, with the exception of the Fear of the Dark, and I think that was Venom, where it's just Venom's face and it says Fear of the Dark above it, and it might it might say Iron Maiden on the sleeve because yeah. I know that one of them does. Yeah, but I was like, well, what Maiden fan? Unless the Maiden fan is also a fan of maybe Marvel or that particular character, what do you get out of it? It's just an Iron Maiden background. Yeah. Now, if you're a Marvel fan. Okay. That's different. Yeah. Because your your character is front and center on yeah. a background. Okay, so so here's I posted about this on Twitter and most people tended to agree with me, but a few people didn't. And so I I engaged in that conversation a little bit because it was interesting. I'm like, "Why?" Cuz they would explain why they thought it was okay and the the best synopsis the best outcome possible is that maybe a person has kids that like Marvel, but the parent wants to get them into Maiden. Maybe they can tie it together somehow. Maybe a kid 
likes the shirt, gets it, and then says, who's Iron Maiden? And checks it out. I personally think that that would be such a small thing. All they're going to do is it's, if you don't have Eddie on the shirt, I think it's a waste. If you combine Eddie and Spider-Man or whatever, yeah. then I think you might have something there. But I, it seems really far-fetched that this is going to attract new fans to me. But that's the absolute best that could come of it. Like Kirsty said that her older daughter, maybe, no, maybe it, wasn't, maybe it was her younger daughter, was really liked Marvel characters and that this was really going to, like she wanted a shirt already that maybe yeah. this would be something that would help foster more of her into Maiden or something, which is cool. Well, I'm just, I was going to say, I'm just wondering who's the bigger winner here. Cause like I'm the one I'm looking at at the moment is the Spider-Man mm. on the killer's background. So if I look at this shirt, it says I am Maiden yeah. pretty much across the top. It says Marvel just to the side of the Maiden logo. And then underneath that, the killer's background with Spider-Man uh, jumping down into it. So who's the bigger winner? What does Maiden get out of this? All I can think of is like a licensing deal where Maiden is like, okay, you can use our backgrounds, whatever. Mm-hmm. So they make their money from that. But do they, yeah, it's got their name on there. But if, what does that mean to someone who doesn't listen to this genre There's, of music? Yeah, now, that, That's all I can think of. It's not, I don't think it's good. I don't think it's bad. I don't think it's anything. It's just another way for them to make some money. Fair enough, because you don't make money on albums anymore. you got to go to it. This is just another revenue stream. But I'm not going to buy anything. Um, now, there's a couple of other things that I just, just thought about. So, okay, obviously Maiden makes some money. I felt like a little bit like this is more of what I would expect from Kiss. Uh, I knew you were going to say that. Yeah. yeah. Um, look, I, I don't begrudge the guys for trying to make a buck. You know, they're, they're it is what it is. They they It's their thing. I hope that um, Derek Riggs is getting some of the money. I hope, you know, because he drew the backgrounds, he drew these things. I hope he still is in play to get money off of this. If so, that's good on them. Someone made a comment about they could use this money to help pay their people that haven't been able to, you know, their their people that go on tour Mm -hmm. with them and all this. And I'm going, I have not heard anything. I said, if that's what they were doing with all this money, then that's that's cool. But I haven't heard anything like that. You know, um, Rod Smallwood came out and said, oh, this is something that Maiden fans have been clamoring for and asking for for years. And I was like, and everybody. I've never heard or read that. Yeah. I've never heard anybody ever, you know, and that's basically the, that's the same thing I've gotten from everybody. No one's ever, I never thought that. But the one thing that someone did say, I guess because Marvel is owned by Disney, right? That's what someone said. Mm. I didn't, I think that's what they said. What if, now this would be the absolute, cream of the crop of anything that could come out of this, in my opinion, other than making new fans, which this would lead to new fans as well. What if, because, you know, they said the movie industry is taking things like Spider-Man and making another Spider-Man and another and another and another, and they're just rehashing old movies. What if they are so hungry for something original that they could take Eddie as a character from a song and make a movie of something like that. And I thought, now that would be very interesting. Would it be screwed up and, and end up being stupid and probably suck? Probably. probably so. Because the idea is cool, but I just don't think it would come out in a way that an Iron Maiden fan would appreciate it. An Iron Maiden yeah. fan would go, they totally screwed Eddie over. They screwed his image and I just hope I don't think this is going to be something because someone made a comment. Well, I hope this doesn't ruin the band's reputation that they've worked all these years to build. And I said, I don't think it's that bad, but I just don't. I mean, some people seem to be cool with it, but I just am not. I think it's a look. I said, like I said, it's their it's their stuff to do with what they want to do with as a fan. I don't it's not going to affect whether or not I like Iron Maiden's music at all. One tiny bit. I haven't really thought about it. I didn't even think about it today, and we're doing an Iron Maiden podcast. I didn't even think about it until you brought it up. You're like, hey, did you – oh, wow, yeah, I did forget about that. But, yeah, I'm not really happy with it. I I have no intention of buying any shirt. I've seen a couple people that are like, oh, yeah, this is awesome. And I'm just like, okay. So If you like it, you like it. Good to you. Yeah. It does nothing for me, but then to me there's Iron Maiden the band, and then there's Iron Maiden the business. And 
this is more business side of things the way I see it. Yeah, but Iron Maiden really doesn't. There hasn't. There's Iron Maiden. The band has pretty much always been the business. Period. Uh-huh. It's not Iron Maiden. The because this this is where you get into Kiss territory. Kiss is not a band. Kiss is a brand. Uh-huh. This is turning Iron Maiden. Now, now, granted, they are a brand. You know, an Iron Maiden shirt, an Iron Maiden. You know, the figurines, the Funko Pops, and things like that. I get it. That's cool for fans. But combining it with something else, um, 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 Stephanie Jane Gray made a really good point. She said to me, I can't remember exactly how she said it, but I remember she said, Eddie's always been his own guy. He's always been a loner. Like, he doesn't need anybody else. And I was like, something along those lines. And I was like, man, that was like so perfectly said. I was like, excellent point because Eddie doesn't need Spider-Man. He doesn't need Batman. He doesn't need Deadpool or the Incredible Hulk or whoever, Plastic Man or <laughs> whatever. He's he's in his own universe. He's in his own universe. He doesn't need any of those people. And Derek, uh, uh, Rod Smallwood made a comment about, oh, well, Eddie's kind of like a superhero. I was like, no, Eddie's not a superhero. He's a, he's a cartoon image drawn on album covers. He's not a superhero. Superman or Batman is a superhero ish thing. But then I'm like, okay, think about Eddie. He was a zombie on the first album. He was a different zombie on the second album. On the third album, he was, he went to hell, obviously, I guess the number of the beast, maybe, maybe, the fourth album, he had a lobotomy. The fifth album, he was a pyramid and a mummy. The sixth album, he was a robot, android kind of deal. Uh, the next album, he was just completely a, uh, what would you call him on Seventh Son? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, having a bad day. Yeah. I mean, on No Prayer, he was coming, you know, Life After Death and No Prayer, he was coming out of the grave. Yeah. On Fear of the Dark, he was a tree. Well, it got worse. <laughs> yeah, it did. <laughs> on, on Ten. Yeah, yeah, he was completely destroyed on the X Factor, you know. I mean, just there's just so many things that so in a way he's evolved as a character, so he's a I mean, I can get the whole superhero-ish thing when you say it, but if you say that word, like in your mind you think of Eddie as this character. Not a superhero character, just a character. Yeah. And I think I understand, you know, look, I don't begrudge them at all trying to make money. I totally don't have a problem with that. But I just feel like this becomes more of what I would expect from Kiss and not Iron Maiden. And but at least they haven't done it to the extent of Kiss. Well, sure, sure. But this, you know, but they have made the Funko Pops. They, there's a lot of little things they've done, but it's all been, yeah, to me, know. in pretty good taste. This, uh, maybe that's the best way to say this. This feels like it's not in good taste. I wonder who instigated it. Who came up with the um, with the idea in the first place? Well, he just, he oh. said they've been trying to do it for years. Uh, you figure this didn't come out of thin air. You know, no. this has probably been in the works for a long time. But maybe Iron Maiden just said, "Look, we're at the end of our." You know, maybe they know that Senjutsu is the last album. I don't know this. I don't know, but maybe they're like, "Okay, now we're at the end, toward the end." They're they're certainly closer to the end. Than they've ever been. We're all we're all we we are all closer to the end, you know. Mm-hmm. Because as soon as you're born, you're dying. You're dying. <laughs> you know. So, but it, it just feels it just doesn't feel like it's in good taste to me. Maybe that's the easiest. Maybe that's the most simple way to say it. After we've said it for 15 minutes now. Yeah, I don't take it in bad taste. I just it doesn't. It's not my thing. Do you, if you had to say I like it or I don't like it, which one of those two ways would you say it? Oh. Are you talking about this? You're not talking about the picture. You're talking about the concept in general. Just the whole, the whole, everything yeah. you've heard of it. I mean, you can't say in the middle. You have to say, I either like it or I don't like then, it. Then, you know, I would say I don't like it. Then okay. they've muddied the waters. That's, yeah. Yeah. I mean, is it going to make me like the band less, the music less? No, no, not one bit. So, you know, and I don't, I do not ever see them going the kiss route and, you know, kiss toothbrushes and, you know, I made Iron Maiden toothbrushes coffee. or Iron Maiden condoms or Iron Maiden caskets or um <laughs> I'm gonna I can't go anywhere there. Let's just leave that away. But um yeah, that's a very uh 
there's a lot there. There's a lot there, and it'll be um, like I said, I'm I mean, I'm indifferent. I just don't care. Yeah, that's kind of the most part. I mean, it's it's someone was saying to me, God, don't freak out about it. Quit making such a big deal out. Of it. I'm like, look, I'm an Iron Maiden fan. And I'm just giving my opinion about it. I don't care. Yeah. I have a right to say in my opinion, just because I don't like it doesn't mean I don't have to like everything they do. And Maybe this is just for a younger demographic. Sure, sure. And, and like I said, the best thing that could come of it is they make some new fans out of it, that someone gets a Deadpool shirt and goes, what's Iron Maiden? And then they go check it out, and then they love Iron Maiden. That, that, now, that's, if that happens, then then that's that's a good deal. Is all this worth one new fan? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe, maybe. I mean, things, things like that have happened before. Maiden have had their music in games. Yeah, 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 yeah. And maybe, Is there really that big a difference? And maybe the... I mean, imagine if you make a new fan that in 20 years becomes a huge music star, and then that huge music mm. star dictates music in such a way that they have Iron Maiden influences in them that help bring that style back. I mean, who knows? So, I mean, it, it could... You never know. You just don't know how these things are ever going to pan out until they do. So, anyway... podcast that i listen to besides mine which there's no point in talking about mine because we're on it um i listen to the feckin check-in which i you know honestly i really don't listen to very much i i tend to go to his rock and roll stuff not his uh but he had um a tweet about it or something and he mentioned this thing that is called follow friday that I guess is something people do. I don't know if they do it on Facebook or not. I'm not really overall super. I learned a lot about it when I listened to him talk about it. Cause I I've seen it kind of, but I don't really know the gist of what it is. Cause I don't really participate in any of that kind of stuff. And he talked about it being this thing where, and I told him, I even text, I sent him a message yesterday. So I'm going to address that with Matt. Cause I wanted to talk. I said, that's a very interesting topic. And people, will i guess on on Fridays they will tag 10 um podcasts whatever like they'll tag me and you know whoever else and they'll say it's follow Friday go follow these people and feck acted like that was a horrible thing and i don't really agree with that in a sense my thing is I want everything to happen organically for me. I'm I'm not I will not go and beg for listens. I will not go and do this thing that I absolutely hate people doing. Oh man, I've got 1200 followers. I'm just trying to get to 2000. Please, please, please follow follow just follow me. I just got to get these numbers. I'm just like I don't want that. I I've I've slowly worked my way up and this is the way I do. I'll tell you how I get followers and and it it's really not I don't, I don't really try it. It's just what happens. I'll post a like say an Iron Maiden picture. Whatever. And some of sometimes they kind of blow up where you'll get it'll get shared 50 or 100 times or something. And if somebody sees something, you know, Uncle Steve's Iron Maiden, they see the word Iron Maiden in there and they go, "Oh, it's Iron Maiden." Like they follow or whatever. So I figure I count that as an authentic thing because it's just me posting what I want to post. I will never participate in the following Friday thing other than this. And this is what I feel like that, that he said it a little differently than I agreed with was because I've got a couple people that will tag me in these things every Friday. And I always, cause like I said, I didn't really know exactly what it all was. I'm just, I look at it as 
this guy likes my podcast enough to share it with everybody, mm-hmm. even though he's lumping me in with 10 other people or whatever. I don't, it is what it is. So I'm like, if somebody follows me from that, they're not going to follow me. They're not going to look at an Iron Maiden podcast and follow it if they're not interested at all. I think it's my podcast is too niche, but I'm definitely, I don't have a problem with people sharing. I always look at it as a compliment that, Hey, you like my podcast enough to include me. And, and I, and he was saying that, well, if you thank them, you're just adding to the post and trying to build it up and make it last longer or give it legs or whatever. And and I don't really feel that way either. I felt like I'm not going to share it. I'm not going to go, Oh, let me retweet it to, to help everybody else out. Because I'm like, I don't know who these other people that they're talking about usually are. Like if you're, if, if one guy shares me and, and nine other podcasts, I don't usually know who all the nine other podcasts are. And I'm not interested in sharing something that I don't stand behind. You know what I mean? But yeah. if, well, let me say this too. And if I thank them, I'm not thanking them to give it legs. I'm thanking them because I appreciate you think, you know, you're doing it now. And I, and I know I'm not going to name any names because I know of some people that kind of do this. I see some people that are, asking for likes and seem like they're trying to push and you know granted as a podcaster I want as many people to follow me as possible because the more follows I get I figure the more listens I get but I can attest to this I have I think 1300 followers on Twitter right now I don't get 1300 listens a week <laughs> trust me but I get a fair amount of listens and I but I you know the obviously if someone finds me oh I have to say this too. Someone might find me from that, right? So I was listening to one of Feck's Ark Sabbath things on his metal podcast. And I thought it was a little funny because he kind of, he talked about when he was doing this thing where he would post his shirts that he was wearing. And Mm. a friend of a friend saw his post about the shirts, saw the name of his podcast and followed his podcast because it had the word Feckin in it. And... It turns out that this is a guy that he met 10 years ago on a train going to a Black Sabbath concert. But it was because of just randomly people sharing it or, or liking it. And I thought, this is kind of the same thing. If, if 10 people share, somebody might see it. And, and like I said, I don't care if people share it or not. I, I want you to, sh- I like it when people share my podcast because they like my podcast. And the people that do, add me into these tens like my podcast. Otherwise they wouldn't put me in there. I don't care if another podcast shares it. I'm not going to follow another podcast just because they're on there. I, I'm, I'm not into that. I, I follow who I want to follow and I'm not the kind of person that's going to follow you back just because you follow me. I, I'm not into that. I want my timeline to be music and you know, stuff like that. And so I'm not into all that, but I, the the whole idea of begging people to follow other people, I totally agree with Feck on. Though I'm I'm like I'm not interested. I, I want everything to happen organically. I want you to like me organically. If you if you come along and listen to my podcast, or even if you just want to participate in the conversations that happen on my Twitter, eventually you might want to listen. If you don't, you don't. I don't make any money off off of this podcast anyway, so it's not like. If I can get 10 more listeners, I'll make another 20 bucks or something. It, it doesn't work that way. I sure wish it did. But <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm, I, I'm totally against people that are begging for followers. You know, I see a lot of podcasts in this. And it's this whole, I've gotten, I'm friends with a couple people in this. It's called the Indie Podcast Community, which I guess I'm a part of because I'm an indie podcast. Fex a part of. He's an indie podcast. But I'm not going to do what they, they kind of, they're like, oh yeah, share everybody and follow. I'm like, no, I'm not into that. If I like your podcast, I'll listen to it. I mean, if I like your podcast, I might share it with people. I like the Twilight Zone podcast. I'll tell people about that occasionally. That's why we're doing this thing. What have you been listening to podcast wise? Because I want people to know about Metal Gods podcast because I love Priest. I want people to know about the Diary of the Mad Men podcast because I love Ozzy, you know, and I I like Feck. You know, I, I, I think it's good. This is where I want to do it. I don't, I'm not going to go on there and just 
okay, well, I know we're all indie podcasts and we all want followers. So let me just follow you. So you feel a little better about yourself. I, <laughs> I don't yeah, care. It's just like fix. Cause I, I listened to that. Um, yeah. I requested you to listen to that before we talk. So you did. You did. Yeah. And so I was listening to that and then I got a call that kind of interrupted it. So I didn't hear everything, but I heard enough like him and Tombs mm-hmm. talking about it. And what he says, I agree with in as much as mm-hmm. he was talking about how someone was going to uh, come on board with him yeah. or get him on board yeah. to inflate his numbers and all this sort of thing. Yeah. But it's like at the end of the day, if you're running around doing this to everyone, what have you really achieved? Nothing. It's Everyone's in theory. Everyone numbers goes up. So it, it mm-hmm. all remains the same. But it's, it's all, it's ego. Like I think about these people, uh, the social influencers and stuff like this with the <laughs> yeah, two and a exactly. half million. Like, who cares? I mean, maybe uh-huh. I'm the wrong generation for all this now too. We are. Like we I, are. But I don't care. It's like, you know, we've talked about I've got so much life left and I don't have enough time for certain things mm-hmm. and that's one of those things. Let me – I want to add one one quick thing. I totally – when I was listening to that, it made me smile because I thought I'm glad I really respect that Feck feels that way too. Because I totally agree. I'm like, I want everything organic. I want real people. I, that was when I started. I said, it, it, when you first, first start, you tell everybody in your family about it. You tell all your friends about it. But after a couple of weeks of that, you're like, I want people that love what I love to listen to me and get real feedback. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, And I've told you this, but the very first guy... um. I can't remember what his name is right now. He was in Malta. I remember him saying, I remember getting a message on Twitter from him. I still remember exactly where I was sitting at work. I was in my truck. I was eating my lunch, chatting on Twitter. And this guy comes and says, I love your podcast. And I'm like, oh, wow. The first person that ever told me that, that I don't know who he is. And I looked up where he was from. He's from Malta, which is an island somewhere on the other side of the world. And I'm going, this guy that lives on this tiny little island that I've only vaguely heard of in my life l- loves my podcast and it blew me away. And I was like, that's what I want. I don't, you know, people like Feck, he is an organic person that I met. People like Melissa, people like you, people like James, people like whatever. That's what I want. I don't want these inflated numbers. I would love to get 2,000 listens on my podcast a week, but. If, like if he Genuine said, listens. Yeah, yeah, real listens of people that are really want to interact and and say something, but I don't want just someone to push play on it so I can go, oh wow, man, I'm just getting really popular. Although he did, he did have a moment where he mentioned about people interacting, like because I do follow him, uh-huh. and you know, I, I, if I have a look, I don't really say much. I've probably said a couple of things on his yeah. timeline, but yeah. not for a long time because I just don't do that. To me, it's like I'm interested to see what other people have to say, mm-hmm. or and that's how I find out about different things that are going on, whatever. Yeah, but. I don't really have much to say, and if I did, who's going to care? You know, it's it's like, which is probably not really true, because it's like the Iron Maiden stories. Like, I exactly. when I first come to you, I was like, who cares what I think or what I've done? But it was after hearing someone else. I'd heard a lot of stories, mm-hmm. or a few stories, but it was one person in particular, and you know who I'm talking about, I'm sure. I'll even, yeah, Where, it was Alejandra. Okay, yep, yep. Yeah, so it was Alejandra's story, and she was the whole reason that I decided to put my story in. And it was because, you know, she started off in one country and migrated to another country the same way I had. And for me, that was interesting to hear her story and how she did that. I was like, not that mine was interesting or anything, because it's just my story. Sure. But it's like, well, she did it, and I thought it was interesting. Well, maybe someone else out there has gone through the same sort of thing or made the same sort of transition, and it relates to them somehow. And maybe, you know, it goes from there or whatever. But, I don't know, I think that whole... Oh, that's what I was thinking anyway, that, yeah, I'm one of these pers- people that kind of listens more than talks. Like, I'll, I'll interact every now and then if I've got yeah. something worthy well, that I think is worth Let me add this, saying. too, because I know we always talk about the Iron Maiden stories. When Alejandra sent me her story, she was like, you know, this may not be anything interesting at all to, to talk about on your podcast. So what you just said completely refutes that mentality that anybody has of, well, my story is just not that interesting. No, I don't consider my story interesting, but maybe someone else does. It is. It's like yours is very everyone else's story. Yeah, well, mine is not interesting. Wait till you hear mine. <laughs> <laughs> but everyone else's 
story, you know, I like hearing all the stories. Mm -hmm. I'm honest about it. Because to you, they're just your own story. It's nothing special. But to me, it's I'm kind of living or seeing uh, things through somebody else's eyes, Mm -hmm. experiencing what they did. The things I would never would have known. Like people's journeys. I went down to Monsters of Rock or Donington. Yeah. Or my mum bought me tickets to go to France and stuff like that. Yeah. That's stuff that I could I could never have imagined that would never have happened for me growing up. So I like hearing those sorts oh, of yeah. things. <clears throat> They're really cool. Uh-huh. So um <clears throat> but but yeah, ultimately <clears throat> excuse me. Ultimately, I totally agreed with Feck and his 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 and um Tombs. To me. Yeah, I, I never can remember that guy's name. Uh, the 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 animal guy. <laughs> the seagull? Um, yeah. Um I liked that episode too. <laughs> and I told you I liked it. I'll, yeah, I don't uh, I don't want to talk, talk about, about I don't that. want to talk about that podcast because I didn't <laughs> I listened to a part of one and I just turned it off and it and anyway. Um It was interesting how mundane a subject could be interesting, is what I thought of that. Yeah. Stuff I never would have thought of. But I totally agreed with both of their opinions about the whole thing, and and even and I feel like what I said, I, I like what I said too because there is a certain amount of legitimacy to it because someone really cares about you, and I think it's worth at least saying, "Hey, thank you for sharing." I've had some people come on there and go, "Oh, I'm so proud to be included in great such great company." And I'm like, "You don't even know who I am. I could be this piece of mm. crap," and you're sitting there saying, "I'm I don't I'm not I'm just." I think it's a little blowing smoke up their butt. And one guy the other day, and I don't know if the guy, I doubt he listens to my podcast, but he said, what do we owe you for all of this love? And, I, and, and I'm going to be honest. I felt like my response when I read that was a little bit cynical, but I felt like it was the truth. I said, we don't owe him anything. We're giving him the podcast. Like that's, I don't owe anybody. I mean, all I owe is a thank you because I really do appreciate it because this guy, <clears throat> and I'm going to go ahead and talk about him. This guy's name is Anthony, right? He's, he is like the best person that follows your podcast. You would want as a podcaster. Like he, he has went so many times and made comments about my podcast on there and said things that like, and he'll single it out and say it. And he does this about a lot of people. And I'm just like, God, this guy is, I remember talking, there's this one podcast that I listen to occasionally. It's called um, Playlist Wars. And that they're the ones that got me in touch with the shirt company that, that does the shirts. And I remember, and I don't, and I'm, I know Anthony wouldn't know this, but um, he'll know it now. I did a video for his birthday that they invited me to participate in. And I remember when we were texting back and forth and we just both said to each other, Anthony is the best. You could not ask for a better, I hate to say fan because I'm just a stupid idiot in Texas that podcast, but you couldn't ask for a better follower of what you do than him because he is just ecstatic about it. He loves it and he tells everybody about it and it's very authentic, but all I can give him is my podcast. I feel like that's a lot of me. My podcast is giving a lot of myself because you ask my wife how much time I invest in my podcast, whether it's <laughs> it's editing it, whether it's coming up here and talking to you every Saturday, whether it's doing an Iron Maiden story in the middle of a day or in the evening or whatever. I spend a ton of time doing it. It's a labor and it's a labor. I love doing it. I love the editing process. I love having it all put together and listening through it at the end and going, oh man, this is awesome. I love this. This is my new favorite episode. And I say that almost every week. But when that guy came on there, I felt like it was such a shallow thing to try to go, oh God, what do we owe you for for the, for?" and I'm just like, how about just saying thank you? You know, instead of trying to like, and that's kind of some of the stuff I think Feck is talking about, that some of that, blowing smoke up somebody's butt about it. Like I'm when I tell Anthony, thank you. And I hope Anthony knows this. I'm very genuine about it. I mean, thank you because like I said, I'm just this dummy that started a podcast in my kitchen a couple of years ago. I can remember sitting in my kitchen and talking into a microphone at three o'clock in the morning when everyone was asleep and trying to be quiet and not wake anybody up. And you don't think of any kind of 
meeting somebody in Malta or New Zealand or Australia or Japan or something. You just, and to get somebody that comes on there like Anthony and says, I love your podcast. It's so awesome. And he shares it and he says such glowing, nice things about it. And I'm, there's no way as a person who does, who struggles with compliments, I like compliments, but it's still, you know, you, it's kind of like you get a little uneasy. Oh. You're like, eh, thanks, you know, but I'm, I try to be as sincere as I can. Like, dude, thank you so much. It's so nice of you. And anyone that shares my podcast, anyone that does that, I sincere, that's why I do the thank yous, which we're going to get to eventually here. I was, I was wondering, are we doing thank yous today? That's kind of hoping. Yeah, we are. So, so let me stop right there. Um, I don't, I hope that nothing I said, you know what, if I, if I offended somebody with that, I'm, I didn't mean to, but that's just the truth. I, I have a feeling that you're going to come away liking it more after you review it because it's when I listened to it recently because of the episode or whatever, I was like, you know, this album is pretty damn good. It's got a few, it's got a couple of, you know, like the opening track is kind of to me, it's the worst opening track any album, bar none, that Maiden's put out. Yeah, I would say that. And. When that's your opening, and plus the way it starts, you know, with Nico, a one, a two, a one, two, and it just starts kind of, it sounds happy when it starts. It's like, that's not what I want. That's why A Matter of Life and Death is so much better. Well, so speaking of that track then, what do you think makes that track weak? And I'm not sure if I've asked you this before or not. It's, it's um, well, it's really happy. Let me think of the, you know. Um, I, I have no problem with that part. Okay, well, you're asking me. So yeah, I know, but I'm just it's a bit, I'm countering. It's a bit too happy, um, you know. Lyrically, I like the album. I mean, I, I'm sorry. Lyrically, I like the song. You know, um, hold on, I got I got to play it in my head for a second. Yeah, I want to organize some changes in my. I mean, he sounds too upbeat in the singing, and it's like. And I'm just going to do the comparison. Compare that to Different World, the opening, you know. You lead me on the path, keep showing me the way. I mean, it's it just sounds a little more, it just sounds more awesome as soon as he starts singing. But then you get to, okay, so you go to, uh, you know, the chorus of, of, of Different World, you know, you tell me we can stop the rain. Isn't that it? Or no, 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 I'm sorry. That's no, Rainmaker. That's Rainmaker. I'm on the wrong song. I'm, you know, it's early again. This Last time it was early and we were up too late. Now it's early and we're up too early. Yeah. Even though it's 1030 in the morning, it's still, you know. Okay, so, so, uh, no, 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 no. Okay, so so the chorus. I'm on my way. It's just, I don't know. It's just there's just something about it. there's just something about it that just doesn't appeal to me. And if you compare the chorus to Different World, I'm just do I'm using these two as an example, I guess. But um, the chorus of Different World ain't the greatest either. I didn't like that song for a start, and I don't mind it now. But I, I, but musically, it's a lot better. 
You know, the way it starts out, it's better than, you know, it's just, it doesn't sound as happy and it's, it gives it a darker vibe just to start the album. What was the, you know, the chorus of a different world? Tell me what you can hear and then tell me what you see or, you know, everybody has a different way. I like the lyrics, you know, everybody has a different way to view, rule, uh, view the world. I would like you to know when you see the simple things, it's like, a, that's a Thanksgiving thing, really. When you see the simple things to appreciate this life, it's not too late to learn. So I like those Thanks. lyrics. So I appreciate that that's not the only song that they've got. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but I do like the song. I thought it was funny um, <clears throat> that uh, whenever I, the last dude that I talked to, you know, because he asked me questions and it threw me Richard. off. You know, he was like, what would be your ideal opening Maiden track at a concert? And I was like. Because uh, he's the number of the beast. Yeah, because he said he saw that you know on that one tour, which I thought was really. Mm-hmm. I think Number of the Beast would be a cool opener, to be honest with you. you yeah, know, imagine, I've watched, uh, I've seen that on one of the things on YouTube. I mean that that's pretty cool because I mean you're there, <clears throat> you know, and there's all the buildup, and then all of a sudden, whoa to you. I think that's kind of cool. That is pretty mm-hmm. cool. But he asked me, and I was like, crap. How do I answer this question? And then I thought, wait a minute, if it's a different world, that means I'm at the Matter of Life and Death show. <laughs> so immediately mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I can answer this and. And and still be like what people would expect me to, you know, hey, he's talking matter of life and death again. But I will say this. When I listened to a matter of life. Oh, well, I'm, I'm, let me save that. Let me save that. Let's uh, let's uh, <clears throat> let me uh, save that because <clears throat> that goes into what I was listening to. I have a little bit of a, a thing about that. So, um, <clears throat> golly. Yeah. Get, get, get ready for the clearing of the throat today. Okay. Because that's going to gotcha. be. <clears throat> right, and, you know, speaking of that, I wonder why, like you said, Rainmaker to me once before, and I did go back and listen to it. I was like, yeah, this song's okay. I reckon that would have worked better as an opening single. Yeah. And I wonder if that would have changed my whole mindset on things. That's what I mean. I'm, I'm saying that opening yeah, track okay. for that album, it sets, you know, first of all, <clears throat> you're looking at the album cover. And the album yeah, but co- that doesn't bother me. I can get past that. Well, no, but still. That's your very first impression of this album if you've never heard anything off of it. You look at that album cover and you're like, comparing to everything in the past, you know, because us, you come from the 80s, so you're thinking of Number of the Beast and Power Slave and Seventh Son and Somewhere in Time. You're thinking of all these awesome albums, then you see that and you're like, this is garbage. That looks like a fake album cover that someone made as a parody, really, you know? Hey, look, there's a little baby and a dog and a, you know, a whatever, just pig face man or whatever stupid stuff. You, you've seen the stripped back one, haven't you, where it's just yes. Eddie standing in. Yeah. See, that would have been cool. That would have been fine. Yeah. Well, that about does it for this very special news edition of Uncle Steve's Iron Maiden Zone. I hope that you have enjoyed the content, the conversation that Matt and I had, our opinions. I hope nobody was offended. If you were, then get over it, please. It's just our opinions. I had some people, and I may have mentioned this earlier, that were just kind of like, you're looking, you're making way too big a deal about it. I'm like, look, I'm a fan of Iron Maiden. I've been a fan of Iron Maiden since 1985 or 86. I have a right to have an opinion. My God, I still love the band. (laughs) So anyways, I hope that you did enjoy this. Um, I think that the conversation about the Follow Friday was very enlightening, Um, the things that were said about Anthony were absolutely true and that pretty much does it. So that's all folks. Cheers.